夢にまで見たような世界で争いもなく平和に暮らしたい「もう我慢ばかしてらんないよ言いたいことは言わなくちゃ」「帰り道夕暮れのバス停落ち込んだ背中にバイバイバイ君のファイティング」I definitely feel like I I want to drop the big reveal personally because like I worked far too hard on that <laughs> to not <laughs> have any uh any semblance of credit for it. So last week uh on Sunday because of how busy we were uh I was going to edit the podcast same day we recorded uh and I, I hopped into edit, and wouldn't you know it, Audacity decided to corrupt all of the audio for my file about ten minutes into editing. Uh, so I, I, I messaged Sam, and I'm like, hey, so we're probably going to need to re-record this episode. And, of course, he goes, well, alright, well, we don't have to, but sure. I, I go, okay, so we we decided on, like, I think it was, was it Wednesday we were going to re-record? It was Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> we hop and call Wednesday, and I I, I kind of tell him jokingly um, <laughs> that I, I had jokingly thought of the idea of just me recording audio <laughs> for uh, along with Sam's on, like, unbroken audio that had happened last week like it, none of his audio got corrupted uh <laughs> you fucking told me you had the same thought but you didn't want me to suffer it was just kind of it kind of spiraled from there um we ended up spending the call for like 30 minutes talking about vampires <laughs> like the tv show vampires not vampires Vampires, like the car. Great show, V A N dash P I R E S. Early aughts show that played on four kids. <laughs> it, it looks incredible. <laughs> it looks truly amazing. Um, we flipped a coin and everything, and decided, yeah, no, this is how this episode's gonna go. So I just spent <laughs> basically the entire last episode you heard was just me playing along and trying my best to sound fucking natural 
to Sam's audio. It was the weirdest experience I've ever had recording this podcast. And thus we learned a valuable lesson of saving and copying a copy of the fo- of the original files before we begin editing. Oh yeah, no, I've been backing up literally every file I make now. I'm just like, mm, yeah, not happening again. You ain't getting me again, Audacity. <laughs> but we should go ahead and get into the show. I've got a hard out later, so this is It'll Wash Out, a Bleach Rewatch podcast. I'm your co-host, Senna. And I'm your co-host, Sam. We've got some stinky episodes this week, Sam. You want to just hop right into it? Let's just get into it. Okay, so we are starting this week with episode 100. We made it to 100. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have like watched this... over 100 episodes of Bleach. We we finally started cross, crossing the threshold. We're, we're making progress. We're really in it now. God. Uh, this episode is called Soifon Dies, The Last of the Special Forces. So, we open back up on Soifon and the Punishment Force as the Bount Poison takes hold. One of the Punishment Force members is being restrained by the others, but Soifon stands up and is like, Hey, everybody, stop causing a fuss. I know this Bounce abilities. He probably took control of one of us when you came into contact. Who encountered the Bount? And... Some members start speaking out, and but the one of the others just makes it incredibly obvious because he starts groaning in pain and then just starts attacking and is like, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess it was that guy." Yeah, it's like, well, I I suppose at the very least, it's a good thing that the people who are infected uh just turn into mindless berserker zombies when they when they go on the attack. Yeah, it, it it's one of. It's one of my many problems with this episode, honestly. Like, I, I have some problems that we'll get into, but, um, God. <laughs> Soifon wonders how many of these guys there could be before we cut to Ichigo and Lirin, and they just, like, encounter more Shinigami who are under Ritze's control, and Ichigo just, like, knocks them out, and he's like, Hey, that's Mabashi's doll. I know this guy's abilities. And then we basically see this exact same sequence again with Renji and Chad, who are both like, hey, I know this doll's abilities. I know what's going on. Yeah, because evidently they they actually spoke to each other. Actually, we we were joking a lot about, like, last week about no one reading Rukia's fucking reports. But yeah. clearly these two episodes are saying that, no, wait, they, do, they did send reports in. And those reports were, like, really important. And everyone <laughs> read them, I guess. Everyone read them, but nobody, like, focused enough to, like, stop this before it happened. It was just, oh, oops, everybody got ritzed. Oops, all ritzed. <laughs> I do want to shout out there's the bit with Ichigo uh, Liren like falls on the ground and then she just crawls up a, a, like she crawls up his body like a bug and it's a fantastically funny little animation oh it's it's very good it's really weird because like all of the okay, like the animation in this episode that's like actually decent is not in the fights really like there there's some okay animation like during the fights but it's like mostly really stiff yeah, it's a it's like a real case of hot and cold. I don't know. I I don't know. So yeah, Ichigo knocks these guys out. We see the same thing with Renji and Chad. Uh, and then we also get 
a cut to Mabashi who's just like, yeah, I'm the one who's behind all this. And then Komamura and Shuhei repeat the same exact info that we've already heard like three times in this episode. Reminding us this, they just like remind us of the stakes in case we forgot in the past 10 seconds. It's really weird. See, they established that Komamura did not read the report, but Shuhei's like, well, I was there in person, so by the way. <laughs> Here, Here's my report, Captain. I probably should have given this to you when I, like, got back to Soul Society, but, you know, whatever. We'll do it now. <laughs> so, Suifeng encounters Mabashi directly, who's like, hey, I like to eat people fresh, so just die. There's no antidote to the Beto's poison. So, die. She strikes Mabashi with Suzume Bachi, and she leaves him with one of the homunka, which, if you don't remember, uh, it basically kills somebody if you hit them in the same spot twice. That's, like, Soifon's ability. Uh, she collapses, and then Mabashi is like, alright, well, peace, I'll just wait until you die and come back. Bye. <laughs> and then he does leave. He's like, I also, re like, read the reports. I know how your ability works, so I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> peace out. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> I do also, like, he mentions the, uh, that, like, the poison in the Beto is that it's just the bug juice, but if they leave the bug juice there and don't drink it, it turns into, like, like, the soul rots and it turns into a terrible poison. And I'm like, that is, that's interesting and also vaguely, like, terrifying and gross. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's not uninteresting. It, it's just like, I I really wish Mabashi had been interesting. Like, because, you know, I remember when he was like first coming into character, uh, we, we were both like, okay, this is the most interesting bout right now since Yoshino's dead. And ever since the Beto Juice, he's just been like, mm, I'm Joker-fied. I'm gonna kill everybody, and he's been very boring since then. He's just been a creep. You're like, oh, okay. Here's the anim Here's the creep of the group. Yeah, like, the real creep, and that's all he is. He's just the creep. That's all he is. Uh, we we get a cut to Kamamura and Shuhei as they fight some dudes and send them to Squad Four's barracks to be taken care of. We get then cut to Unahana who repeats Mabashi's abilities again. And then states they can't get Ritze out of the Soul Reapers, and that, you know, at least it seems like a good idea to keep, like, keep everybody who's being controlled in the same spot. Like, I guess that's an okay idea, but also that sounds kind of dangerous if they're all under somebody else's control. Yeah, like, I think the idea is that they can also, like, keep them medically unconscious or something. Yeah. I, I, I think that's what they were implying here, but, like... They spent all that time that they could have, like, been directly saying that, just, like, repeating Mabashi's abilities again. So it's like, mm, I, I don't know what they're going for for sure here, but that was the implication, I think. Soifong continues to struggle, laying on the ground in so much pain before asking internally to Yoroichi what she should do before having a revelation. Kumura fights more guys, Unahana's squad accepts more men into the barracks, and Mabashi is like, hmm... They're knocking out my guys, so I'll just make more Ritsus. Foolproof plan. And then he just decides to head back to Soifon because he's like, I want to make her suffer more. This seems like a good idea. Surely nothing could go wrong. Yeah, he's just like, you know, now that I think about it, 
yes, there is a risk of me dying, but also, I'm a creep. Yeah, he really is just like, mm, I can't let this episode go by without me being a creep, so he, he just decides to head back. Ichigo fights some guys, Renji fights some guys, and Mabashi finds Soifan again as she lays on the ground. Uh, he, like, explains he came out of hiding, and she's like, why? You were in hiding, that seems like the smart move. And he's like, hmm, well, they're taking out my Ritsas, so I just wanted to hit them with something strong. And Soifan takes this as him implying he wants to, like, possess and control her, and he basically just gives, like, a non-answer of, I can't stand Ritsa being harmed, before, like, taunting her and, like, asking if she wants to kill him and all that. Like, that that's 100% what he wants to do here, but it's just, like, weird to me how he gives, like, such a non-answer. Like, this does not feel like real dialogue to me. Yeah, he's just, like, do he? it's like he shows up and he's like, oh, the thing that I wanted to happen is, like, a little late. I need to vamp. Um, uh, <laughs> right, right. I don't like it when Rita gets hurt, you see? Yeah, it's like, it's almost like he's not paying attention to what she's saying at all, and just, like, kind of in his own world, which I guess fits in with his character right now. He, like, laughs at her, and then a bunch of nameless Punishment Force members show up to take care of Soifan. Or do they? Mabashi is, like, immediately, like, are they really your allies? And then they all turn, like, as Mabashi calls out to Ritsu, and... Like, so, at this point, they're, like, already holding her back, you know? And then, after this, Mabashi instructs them to get her, and they just kind of lift her up, like, a little higher? <laughs> it's, like, the weirdest interaction. Like, I, if you don't remember this, Sam, I really encourage you to go back and look at this exact scene, because they just... <laughs> he, like, very clearly is like, get her! <laughs> and they just lift her up, like, a foot higher. <laughs> Yeah, well, I th I think the implication is he's basically saying, like, you all have her, but now, like, hold her up so I can infect her with Ritze. I, I think that's what he's saying. It's just a very funny interaction. <laughs> they, they lift her up a little higher so Mabashi can, like, taunt her more and then tell her he is planning on possessing her. And then he summons another Ritze, uh, who, like, shoots out to take hold, but... Before it can, Soifan just jumps out and hits Mabashi with a second strike, explaining that she used a homunka as a way of fighting poison with poison, and that because of her upbringing in the Punishment Force, her body is poison-resistant, so she already detoxed and is totally fine now. I hate this. I really did not like this. Well, she, said, she, she does a couple of different things. First, she says... I'm resistant to a bunch of poisons, and I know how to make myself resistant to a poison. And then she says she infected herself with the poison of Suzumebashi to, like, use that poison to go kill the other poison. Which makes sense if you remember that the other poison is just, like, a running soul as opposed to, like, an actual poison. Yeah. Um, if it was anything else, it would feel, like, kind of a lot weirder to me, but I'm like, oh, it is a soul, and she's got a thing that kills things, so, yeah, sure, whatever. It, it it just feels like it, it's a needless deus ex machina, you know, for me. Like, it, it's just like, I really wish there had been another answer to her 
like dying on the ground because it's like it, it feels like if this was the answer, she wouldn't have spent all that time writhing around in pain. To me, like yeah, well, because she only figures that the last scene we get of her before this, she's writhing around in pain on the ground, and then she's thinking of Yurochi, and then she looks at Suzume Bachi, goes, "Of course." And then the the screen cuts away with a loud scream from her, implying this is when she stabs herself. Like, that's when she figures out, oh, I can do... Right, I can do this. I guess. I don't know if this is because it's the first time she's done it ever, or because she forgot that she could do this. But she's like, oh, right. I could just... I could stab myself with Suzume Bashi and do this. Yeah, like, I, I guess it's not terrible. I just... I didn't like the execution of it at all, I guess. I do like that she uses Shunko to, like, blow everyone that's holding her away, and then she goes to stab Mabashi right in the heart. Oh, yeah, no, that was sick as fuck. Like, that was definitely, like, the high point of this episode for me. She basically, like, starts explaining all this to Mabashi, and he's, like, super surprised she even, like, tried to play dead. But she's like, yeah, no, it was my only shot, bud. Like, I, I, <laughs> I had to trick you into getting close so I could get you. I gambled on you being a fucking creep, and hey, it paid out. <laughs> it really did pay off. Mabashi falls to his knees and calls for Ritsei to attack, and they comply by attacking him instead. Soifan says he forgot the double-edged the double-edged nature of dolls, since he'll attack their master when they get weak. Mabashi dies along with Ritsei, and it's like honestly like kind of a horrifying scene, just because of like how much pain he seems to be in, which, fair, there's a lot of, uh, Ritsu's attacking him. Yeah, well, it's like he's dying from deadly poison, and also he's got, like, 12 Ritsu's that are just, like, cutely headbutting him. <laughs> like, they're just, they're they're just adorably headbutting him <laughs> into submission, and he's like, ah, no, ah, stop, ah! And then he dissolves <laughs> into dust. I could not keep a straight face watching this scene. I could not. It's It's like... It's, when I say horrifying, it's, like, horrifying to think about, but then when you get to how it looks, yeah, no, it's fucking hilarious. It's horrifying in the way that, like, Kirby with a gun is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's incredibly accurate. Uh, all the Soul Reapers are fine now, and all the battles have ended. Yoshi stands on a rooftop calling Mabashi naive, and Sabatari remarks elsewhere that these Shinigami are pretty good, before he tells Mayuri to reveal himself, saying that anyone could find him with that bloodlust. Mayuri asks about Ichinose, but Old Man Chairbound says he was probably already taken out by one of the Soul Reapers. Mayuri's like, alright, well, cool, I gotta take my vengeance out on somebody, so I guess that's you. And Cherubot basically gives the classic, you underestimate me, line that just, like, always precedes a battle. And then we zoom in on Mayuri's eye as the episode ends. It it was a really weak episode in my eyes. Like, I thought this episode was not good. The dawning horror. Like, the worst part of this episode is me watching this final scene with <laughs> dawning horror as I realize that I have to narrate the Mayuri Sawatori episode. <laughs> I, as I was watching with Nova last night, I was like, I feel so bad for Sam right now. Like, <laughs> I I felt so bad. I was like, oh, Sam got the stinkier one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, weak episode for me. Like, if you had different feelings on it, that's chill, obviously. But what was the post-credits bit, Sam? 
we see Zaraki wandering around the empty gambling dens in Kuzujishi, and it's like, well, we did it again. I'm completely fucking lost. Have no idea where the goddamn I am. <laughs> and Yachiru asks if he's going to chase the bount, and he's like, well, no, I'm not going to chase the bount. I never find anyone I chase. Just ever. <laughs> so at least he's self-aware. Uh, besides, the one Zaraki really wants to cut is Ichigo. Which makes a chill go uh, a chill go down his spine. He's like, "Yeah, what was that?" It's like a pretty all right bit. Like, I, it got a chuckle out of me. Like, this is why Ichigo doesn't visit you when he's in Soul Society, Zaraki. This is exactly why. <laughs> God, ah, uh, pretty all right post credits bit. Should we cut to break? Let's cut to break. Let's get back into it with episode 101, Mayuri's Bankai, Sawatari, Clash of the Demon. Mayuri and Old Man Chairbound face off with Mayuri nerding out about how Bount powers are from long-lost Soul Society technology, which means he could potentially learn something new if he, reaches, if he researches the Bounce. He does this whole big, uh, you don't mind if I dissect you, right? Like, I'm giving you a, pay, a paying job, room and board, <laughs> minimal pain and torture, yeah? Which... Understandably, Sabatori refuses and tells him to fuck right off. <laughs> it's it's the classic Mayuri bit where we're like, none of us as the audience want to see this. Kubo, why? Well, I guess Kubo's not super involved with this, but Bleach, why? Yeah. Like, to be fair to the animators, they looked at the, the body of Bleach work and they're like, well, this is just what he fucking does, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> And not enough characters have unleashed their abilities for us to, like, pair them up with Bounce, I suppose. Yeah! <laughs> I I hope Hitsugaya at least gets a good fight, because I'll be upset if they were, like, picking between Hitsugaya and Mayuri, and we're like, no, Hitsugaya doesn't get a fight, Mayuri does. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I, I, I think I'm realizing my big problem with both of these episodes is we don't really get to see either of these soul reapers really fight in interesting ways using their abilities that we've already seen. Like, I guess we get the thing with Soifon last, last episode, but it, it, it's just kind of the same shit from like the soul society arcs. Yeah. So, so uh, Sawatari like just goes underground with Baura and Mayuri prepares himself by jumping onto a small surface. Cause he's like, Oh, I know how Baura's ability works. So he needs he needs a large floor or a large wall or something, just like a large surface. Uh, unfortunately, in Soul Society, the big rock fist can go in and out of his pocket dimension, even in thin air. Myri, like he he manages to dodge the blow, but he when he tries to pierce Bowra's scales, he all <laughs> all that happens is he loses an arm for it because yeah, <laughs> what's a Myri fight without him losing an arm? Yeah, I. I, I feel like it's, like, almost comedic at this point. Like, I really hope any... Like, I, I hope we don't see him fight that much at all. But I hope that every time we do see him fight, he just loses an arm. Yeah, and fans have made, like, a counter to count how many people lose an arm in Bleach. Because oh. it comes up so often. And uh, it's something like a third of it is Myri. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God for that. <laughs> 
Well, no, see, you're th- you're thinking of it as thank God Mayuri gets hurt. I'm thinking of it as he shows up enough <laughs> to be a large number of that to be a large part of that number. I'm trying not to think about that. <laughs> I'm trying to look at the positives here. There are no positives. This is Sawatori. <laughs> this is Sawatari versus Mayuri. Oh. We switch to Ishida for just a moment as he notices the fight and starts rushing over. And then we go back to the Battle of Monsters with Mayuri just, like, regenerating his arm with that, like, goop that he has. He complains that he should have brought Nemu along to be a decoy because he can't not be a piece of shit. Yeah. But he does formulate, like, a good strategic plan. He goes to a wide open space, tosses bombs everywhere, and then he uses the... Because that kicks up dust everywhere, he can see where Baura is going to come in, like, out of his puck dimension before he actually appears. It allows him to get, like, one good stab in. Obviously, he gets knocked, he gets thrown off, and Old Man Cherubount just says, Fuck you, I'm immortal. I can just slurp up the air, <laughs> and uh, everything's great. But it doesn't heal his paralysis from Mayuri's, like, special ability. So it's like, oh... It appears that Mayori is the bounce natural enemy. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes some sense, but like I think natural is a strong word here. Well, you know. <laughs> they go back and forth a little bit, a little bit more, and eventually Mayori manages like for some reason Sawatari decides to get out of his like little chair armor and he stands up just so he can like try and wiggle his arm and realize it's paralyzed. When it's like, in the previous fight with Chad in the human world, he receded even further into Baura, so that the only thing visible was was his face. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about how weird it is that he just kind of gets out, but like, it's kind of super fucking weird, now that I think about it. So him standing up and getting out, like, gives Mayori the chance to, like, kick him off of Baura, and there's a bit where... Bauer's like, oh no, boss! But because Mayuri's got his... Like, Mayuri is slowly stabbing Sawatari over and over again. And he's like, if you move, I'm gonna kill him. Instead of just repeatedly stabbing him. So Bauer is held at bay for a little bit. Uh, eventually, Sawatari just tells uh, Bauer to throw up all the dirt that he swallowed onto Mayuri. And that gives them a chance to get away. So... It's kind of a hilarious scene. Because, like, Sawatari's just like, hey, Bauer do the thing and he's like okay boss it's so fucking stupid i i could not stop laughing i'm gonna be real yeah this entire fight is just shenanigans um (laughs) so in the pocket dimension they move away uh he heals sawatari like heals up a bit although the the paralysis remains and then he reappears at a in a different place to be like ah i'm gonna wait for him here and then i'll get him when he comes back when he, like, comes to get me. But Mayuri's already there. He actually read the reports, and he developed an old man chair bounce sensor. He can't track every bount, but he had some of Sawatari's data from, like, Rangiku's battle. And then the previous little skirmish that they had allowed him to just finish up the sensor and input. He needed a bit of, like, extra data, basically. And now that he's got the data, Sawatari can't hide from Mayuri. <sighs> I don't... I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it. So he just tells Baura to do the thing, and then Baura starts spitting out fireballs and lightning bolts that the other Shinigami have been 
casting against them, uh, <laughs> which is a great <laughs> moment because my my own is like, wait, what? Oh shit! Oh fuck! <laughs> It, it, it's, like, a pretty alright moment. Like, I, I do like the payoff of, hey, Bara can fire back whatever's been sent at him. We're gonna use these, like, spells. But also, it's like, do those spells just go on forever until they hit something? I was hoping that he was gonna start throwing out, like, some Chad beams. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. That would have been good. Uh, instead, he manages to bite off, like, half of Mayuri's body, uh, although this time the captain does manage to get a stab into uh, Bara's underbelly. Sawatari, like, falls off the fish, and he knows the key to victory is not letting Mayuri inject himself and, like, regenerate. But instead of doing that, the captain just, like, he's like, oh, now you made me mad. So he summons his Bankai, the giant golden baby. Uh-huh. Bara starts sucking up all the poison as we get the most evil organ music while we get, like, Bara black hole on the one side and deadly poison golden baby on the other. (laughs) It's a fight. It's certainly a fight. Uh, There's a very, like, a very, very quick bit of backstory where Sawatori's just like, I broke our laws, and I killed a bunch of people, and I I sucked a bunch of living souls before everyone else did, before everyone thought it was cool, because I wanted to be the leader instead of Katia. Why is that jerk the leader? Why are we listening to that guy? I don't know, Sawatari, why are you listening to that guy? Did- has any of this come up before now? Because I feel- yeah, that's what I thought. Because, like- it's so weird to me that we already had the the bount guy who I've already forgotten the name of. Uh, I I think his, his name was like Rio. Yes. And we already had him being the like, oh, I'm gonna betray Karia guy. And it it it, it just feels to me like they they had Sawatari and they're like, wait, shit, he's dying this episode, but we haven't written a character yet. What do we do? Just. Just copy Rio. Nobody's gonna notice. Just make him an older Rio. It's fine. Like the thing with Sawatari that we got so far is we knew that he had pre like before everyone got the soul juice, he he had already done the soul juice before. That's the reason why he looks old. Yeah. And then he was also the one that was like, hey, pa- uh, survival of the fittest, whoever's the strongest bound is the one in charge. End of story. So I guess he just also secretly wanted to be the strongest bound, but he knew that he wasn't, so he didn't cause any problems. Uh, but yeah, at this point, like, the giant rockfish just latches on to the big golden baby's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, it just slurps <laughs> onto it, because it's like, aha, I'm gonna make sure, I'm gonna make sure that I get all the poison. But since it, you know, gave it the courtesy of going into Millie, the giant golden baby deploys its blades. <laughs> yeah. It, like, severely wounds the doll, which and which leaves uh, Sawatari, like, struggling on the ground at Mayuri's mercy, because he's dying, his bounce dying, Mayuri's, like, just dripping blood and viscera everywhere, but he's just, like, getting the evil soundtrack as he decides... Like, he looks down at Sawatari, and he's like, fuck you, I could've studied you, but now you're gonna die, bitch. <laughs> and then he turns around, and he's like, well, I guess I should probably go home and, like, heal up. <laughs> But the soundtrack is definitely the, like, 
Bount Evil soundtrack where every 30 seconds there's someone going, Evil. Thank God for that. Thank God for that. This this whole scene here with, like, Baura latching onto the golden baby, like, it, it, it has some, like, horrifying imagery just for the sake of having the fucking weird-ass golden baby, but, like, it's executed in such a way that, like, I could not stop laughing at this point because it was just so silly. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this one didn't do it for me. Yeah, it's just, like, a completely ridiculous thing. And then, to close out the episode, uh, we get Yoshi, who's just kicking the shit out of various nameless Shinigami. And She's then also she apparently, like, mastered the art of telepathy, because her mouth does not move in this scene at all. It's fine. <laughs> she's, she's thinking to herself, it's okay, it's fine. But yeah, and Ishida shows up, so I guess we're gonna get Yoshi versus Ishida. I, I'm okay with that, like, I... I'm, it's, it could be good. It could be good. It could be good. S- somewhat doubtful. I, I'll, I'll get into that after, like, it, is the episode over? Like, are, do we have, I, I, I want to get into that after we're sure we're done with this episode, but I think that's the end, right? Yeah, it's the end. The, the only thing left is the post credit scene where, Kira shows up to Rangiku and Hitsugaya, and he's like, oh, hey, so, um, what's the Squad 3 deployment orders? And turns out, Rangiku just forgot to tell him. <laughs> so Hitsugaya, like, gives him the orders, says, hey, Squad 3's supposed to be over there. And then he's like, uh, you haven't forgotten anyone else. And we just get a clip of Ikaku and Yumichika, like, sitting in their barracks, bored as hell. And Rangiku's like, Psh, no, of course not forgetting someone else that was kira like i wouldn't forget anyone else it's fine (laughs) it's a pretty all right bit like it's not like the strongest one we've seen of these but like it's pretty all right like it could be far more offensive or just like bad but no and it's fine yeah i i want to talk about my concerns with where this arc is going um, because leading into the Soul Society, like, half of this, this whole Bount Arc thing, I, I'm, I'm starting to realize, I think, I, I feel like the Arc has kind of written a bunch of checks it can't cash. Like, it, it, it feels like they wanted these characters to be more, but either didn't have the time or didn't use their writing prowess to actually make something worth having because it, it kind of feels like at the end here we're just kind of oh shit we have eight episodes left we have to make all these guys fight all of them but we're not going to do anything interesting with the characters at all and presumably uh, presumably their leader is going to take at least like four of those eight I'm assuming if not six. <laughs> if if I remember correctly, uh, I think it's more like two. Like, I, I don't know for sure, but I don't think... Like, I actually don't think Karya is going to get, like, the screen time, like, that it deserves. Like, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, 
I don't want to say that, like, I have completely soured on the Bount arcs, like, by this point, because, like, I I haven't. There have been, like, a lot of really high points uh, in this season, like, even if it hasn't been, like, the, like, strongest season overall. Like, I, I've enjoyed our time with it. It's just, like, I, I feel like these battles aren't going to be, like, interesting, you know? Like, the only person who's interesting out of the whole Bount crew, really, is Koga. And yeah. I feel like the only interesting fight that he... The only thing that would make for an interesting fight with him is if he was fighting Katia. <laughs> You're right. I, I, I think that's exactly what I'd like to see. I don't remember if that happens. Um, I, I, I really feel like Koga is kind of the only interesting bout we have left besides Karia. Because, like, Karia's, like, I, I don't want to call him the most interesting bout. Like, I think Koga is more interesting. It's just that Karia is, like, the main villain bout. So he's like, ah, yes, I have to have all the shonen villain properties and be the shonen villain. And I'm just like, okay, dude, like, whatever, it's fine. And he's, he's like, fine, we've, he's we've got- He's so incredibly boring. Yeah. Like, he, he's not, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Uh, I don't know. Well, we, we only have a few more weeks of this arc before we get into Rockar Avenue. But I, I've, I'm losing hope. I'm losing hope that this could actually be worthwhile. It's okay. Maybe the next filler arc will be better. What? Which one's the next one? Which one's the next? I'm pretty sure I didn't watch it, so who knows? I I think it might be like. I I don't like. I'm not looking it up. I think the next filler arc after we get through some of the Arakar stuff. I think the next one is like the uh, replacement captain arc or whatever, because they like get a new captain or something like i didn't watch it either i just know the premise uh we've got that one we got like zompakto rebellion thing and i i don't know what other filler arcs we have i don't know i don't know hopefully it's okay hopefully it's all right but that about does it for this week's episode i think you can find the show on twitter at Bleachcast, and you can find me on Twitter at Lavender underscore Pause. And you can find me on Twitter at SSBSLJ. Thank you as always for listening. I hope you all have a great week. Stay cool, Chads. No matter how intelligent or how strong they are, they are still nothing but vampire trash. Is this from Vampires? Like, I, I couldn't tell if you said vampire or vampire.
分かるだろう君には僕の視線